Hey everyone, welcome back to the EJ. Thanks for listening. Today, Dr. Brandon and Dr. Jason are going to be talking about what are you so afraid of? So we see it all the time with different businesses and doctors in our case. Um, They're just afraid to be successful and so um, afraid of taking that leap and just having the faith to do what they want to do. So today we're going to talk about that. All right, everybody. Hello. Hello. It's Friday. It's in my world, Friday Night Lights Friday, because we got high school football tonight. Pumped about that. Um, Dr. Brandon and myself here today, and uh, Chelsea's not with us today. She's on assignment. And uh, so we're going to talk about a couple different things today, Dr. B. And uh, I, I guess one thing that I, I want to jump right into, because we're getting some numbers from some of our new franchisees, and, and they're just amazing. The growth is just amazing. I mean, these people are reaching profitability so damn fast. I mean, we're talking in weeks, not even months. And when most people are saying it's going to take a year or so. And so, you know, I, I really love to study, like, what the hell makes somebody just kick ass right off the bat? Or for that matter, what makes someone kick ass in general, even if it's down the road, versus all of these people, no matter what the profession, that just live in the status of mediocrity and just struggle and make excuses and, and, you know, and can never find a way out of it. Like, you just want to be like, here's the title, right? You ready for this? You can, you can, you can coin this, you can trademark this, but (laughs) it is, what the fuck are you afraid of? That's keeping you from being successful. You ever see these any of these offices? Yeah, all the time. You, we talk about we use the same systems, the same stuff, everything, exactly the same. So like, back to the point you just made, what the f makes some of them successful? Some of them struggle, struggle, struggle until they finally push through. Uh, a lot of it for me is their identity, the identity of who they are. Even though it's in our world, one hundred percent chiropractic, whatever, Austin. Florida, California, wherever they're at, what is their identity in that little 1500 square foot space that they have, that they bring, that they show to their patients, to their clients, to their, to their people that they're like, yeah, I want some more of that. I got to get, I got to tell my friends about this place. So I, and I don't even know that's a good answer because people are like, well, shit, what does my identity mean? Um, but I think that's my, my answer to it is they know exactly who there are within our systems to, to apply that and it has massive success. That's the hardest thing to watch is because so many people, when you get it and when you are successful and, or when you are a successful person, even if you're not successful yet, like you understand this mindset thing. Right. And when people are not and they say, why am I not successful? What can I not do? What can I mimic of other people? And people let them know, like, it's between your ears, man. You got to have a mind shift change. They don't know what that means. And so they get so frustrated and like, in chiropractic, they chase every shiny object that's out there. There's people that are there to sell them this poster and this system and this format and this everything. And they line up to go to a seminar every single weekend, thinking that the answer lies there on a different sheet of paper, on a different poster on the wall, on a different system, a different day. And no matter if it's chiropractic or something else, there's all these people that chase success thinking that it's these uh, minor details that these people implement when in reality, we know there's a million different methods to be successful, whether it's in real estate or physical therapy or cutting hair or doing teeth or doing hair, whatever, right? Chiropractic for sure. 
And so what you have to realize is that it's your ability to implement these systems, your ability to outwork people, your ability to, and this is a big one, get rid of excuses because no one cares. And we get you have them. We all have, right? It's too cold. It's too hot. It's rainy. It's windy. Your location's not good. You're out of money. Your CEO or your assistant is no good. Like it's endless the amount of stuff you can say. We've heard them all right? I've heard them all. The difference is the successful people also have those and they just like, they're like speed bumps, man. They go right over them onto the next bigger and better thing. Other people bitch and moan and get stuck in that level nonstop. So I remember Jay, uh, not, not recently, I know with the hurricanes that are going on recent, but it was about a year ago, one of our offices had a hurricane go through his town, mm -hmm. um, not decimate the town, but certainly wreaked havoc. They closed all these businesses. Yep. And he just plugged right along, this particular doctor, and it wasn't a big deal. Easily could have said, gosh, you know, my whole town was shut down for a week, and boy, we had a rough time. I think he actually set a record at the time for him. And he didn't even mention it. Right, right. And we had to bring it up, right? There's a hurricane that almost destroyed his town. Right. That could have been easily an excuse, and he just said, nah, I'm just going to put my head down, go to work, like you said, and had a, had a record month. Yep. So I, I don't I don't get that either when people want to pull those out. They're easy to find. Excuses are very easy to find. All over the place. Um, but you get excuses or results, one or the other, not both. Right. And, and so for those that are listening to this, thinking like, all right, this sounds, this piques my interest. I'm ready to be successful or more successful, right? Or finally do something that's going to get me off the schneid and getting me, uh, you know, some money and, and, and the things that I want to do. Here's the thing. Like, you've got to figure out what you're passionate enough about that you, it, it becomes who you are. Like you love it. You wake up thinking about it. You go to bed thinking about it. And it's not because I work all the time. I have to work. That's not it. Like you're thinking about it because you absolutely love it. Like it, it's, it, it's a part of you. You want to talk about it. You want to think about it. And, and some of your best thoughts come when you're on the treadmill or on a hike or, you know, on the golf course or sitting watching the sunset on the beach or whatever the case may be. Like it is who you are. It resonates with you. And so if you don't feel that way about what you're doing, you either one, just have a job. You're trying to make some revenue and pay bills, which there's a place for that while you, while you build your dream job. But if you opened a company or you are doing something on your own and you have no interest, you still dread Monday. You still dread going into the office. You think when you go home, you can't wait to not think about work. Like you're in the wrong field, man. You're, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to bite it. Because you're not going to make it if it's something you're just doing for a job. I think when you say that, Jay, some people instantly go to like, I just don't know where to even start. I don't have any good, fresh ideas. I'm not even sure where to begin. I, we're not saying that. You don't have to completely reinvent the wheel. You don't have to completely restart something from scratch. Mm -hmm. Everything that's been done has already been done by someone. You just have to follow that system that's in place many times and apply it. But what you're talking about is the work ethic to do it, the passion behind it. So don't get that confused with, I don't, I, I don't even know where to begin. I don't know how to start. We're not saying that. Follow the, the books, the, the podcasts like this that are out there teaching you how to do this type of stuff. And then get your ass to work is really the key to that. Well, yeah. I mean, there's, there's ways that you have to do it. It's more once you decide what you're going to do, you got to go all in. And the other excuse I hear, and this is going to, we'll have some haters on this. So this, this will be good. Haters. But... <laughs> That, that you're going to hear like, well, to me, family is important. Like, and I prioritize family. And I, so yeah, we all do. Right. I mean, we all love our kids. We all love our spouses. There's nothing I enjoy more than hanging out with, with kids and spouse and every, so th that's important. So when Vanessa and I are together, absolutely. 
There's times we talk about work. There's times we talk about the kids. There's times we talk about neither. So I'm not saying I just love this. I love work. I love our company. I also love hanging out with, with Vanessa and, and our life we've built. I also love time with kids. So like, yes, every waking second of my day isn't thinking about work. It's thinking about other things that I love as well. But I may go between and sometimes I talk to my kids about work, right? Because they're interested in work because they, they see the passion that we have about it. So you can love your family. You can work out and still, you know, value your, your physical fitness and different things like that. You can still have a great relationship with your kids and be a dynamic entrepreneur. I, I, you, you've got to get out of your head like, I don't want to do all these, right? It'll be balanced in such a way that balance to me is you keep all of them, you know, in a great place. It's not like 2.7 hours with this, 4.5 hours with this, and eight hours with this. That's not it. Some days it's going to be 23.5 hours of work. Other weekends, there's one hour of work, right? Or none. So you just have to know when you need to go all in on certain things. But at the same time, when you enjoy all of them, you don't really care what comes your way. Last night, Jay, we were out uh, for dinner. The whole family went to this great Mexican restaurant by our house. And as we're sitting there eating, my nine-year-old, Tristan, he, he's like very serious. He says, Dad, what, how, how long does it take to go to chiropractic school? And then, and then what classes would I have to, like some very, you know, he thought about mm -hmm. these questions quite a bit. Right. And he's asking me these as we're sitting there having dinner. And it's just another reminder of what you just said there, the work that I'm doing when my kids watch me and they see me, they know I'm at the office, they know what I'm helping people with, they know what I'm working on. Then he starts to ask, like, how, how do I do that, dad? As a nine-year-old, man, I know I'm right where I should be, right right there. And I work my ass off too, but we we also take time for family and we go to the beach and all the stuff you mentioned. Right. But it just solidifies in my mind there. Again, my kids are watching every move that I do. And he's already saying, Dad, how do I be a chiropractor at the age of nine years old? It was, yeah. just, it was a cool moment last night at dinner. They watch your actions more than they listen to what you say. So, right. I mean, they, they, they learn by that. They live by that without a doubt. So let's go back to, to the question of what the fuck are you afraid of, right? So let's dig into that a little deeper because everyone, no one would say they're afraid of being successful. Everyone wants to be successful. Everyone wants the, the cars and house and vacations and trips and everything that, that you know, uh, life can bring you. So... I think you dig deeper. Like, what are you actually afraid of? Like, and I don't know the answer to this, but I mean, I have some theories, of course, but I, I honestly think when they take this all on as themselves, they're afraid of being a failure. And that comes down to they're afraid what other people think about them. They're afraid that other people are going to see that they tried this business, they quit their job and did their passion. But so I'm telling you right now, people will probably admire you for that more than they would laugh and, and, you know, and ridicule you for that. But honestly, if they do, like, who gives a shit what people think, especially those people that are living in this job, safe job, you know, Monday through Friday, all that type stuff. Like, I'm saying right now, like, you need to, to follow your passion and not care what other people think. And there will be some failures along the way, but there'll be some massive victories along the way as well. And you know what? You'll, you'll enjoy the process and you'll reap the benefits from your victories. Therefore, you'll want to, to work your ass off to get those done. I've seen this a lot of times in family, Jay, or for my family anyway. Um, my mom, some of my closer people really care what other people think. Like, like they're so stuck on, well, what if they say this about me or that mm -hmm. about me? And I'm like, I, again, who the hell cares? Mm -hmm. Go and chase what, you, what you're passionate about. 
And in my mom's scenario, she's a small farm girl from Iowa, now lives in California with us here. And she would have never thought that in a million years that she'd be living next to the beach coming from small town Iowa. Mm -hmm. But at one point in her life, she was so concerned about, I don't know what my sister's going to think. I don't know what my parents are going to think about that. Who gives a shit? How about what do you think about that? Right, exactly. So I I couldn't agree more with that. Well, I think we live in a world where, you know, instant, instant likability and so, you know, it's, it's human nature to, to make your post about what you're doing and then look and see how many people like it and how many people love it and how many people read it but didn't like it. Like you read into stuff that, that is so ridiculous right now. And, and that's just the world we live in. But really what it needs to be is just people respect somebody that is just confident, that loves what they're doing, believes in what they're doing. And it's, it's inspiring to watch someone do that. Even if I don't agree with what they're doing, there's plenty of people out there that I don't agree with what they're doing, but at the same time, they do it with passion. They do it with integrity. They do it in such a way that, that they're really thinking, you know, they're out there changing the world in whatever format they're doing. It's amazing to watch. Excellence is fun to watch. So here's another thing I think people get scared of. Jay. I think they maybe get scared of the work that'll need to be put into this. Because when you talked about, uh, you know, we go to a seminar, we go to an event, um, you look on Facebook, you always see someone's best day. Mm -hmm. You're going to see that on Facebook. When you go to the seminar, you're going to hear about their best week and their best collections and their best new patients and and all of these things that we hear about their best. What we don't hear about is their shitty weeks, their shitty days, the landlord calling them for rent due, uh, patients quitting care, employees giving them issues. We don't get to hear about those things. Right. Um, So don't get confused or or misled that everything's easy and perfect. You also got to be ready to put some of this work in and it's damn hard. Yeah. And and that never changes. Never. It actually gets more. I mean, they change. I mean, so, you know, you'll get to a point where you're not worried about hitting bills and you're not worried about making this. And, and, you know, you can do a lot of the things you want to do, but you'll be worried about other things. I mean, you're worried about, you know, the, the recognition of the company and the brand of the company and letting the wrong people in and there's lawsuits. There's all kinds of different stuff. No money, no problems. That's it. You know, so, but you got to love them. Like an entrepreneur, a true entrepreneur looks at a problem as an absolute opportunity to prove their worth and to get better. And I know that sounds cliche as hell, but I'm telling you, that's how it is. Like anytime that we have a challenge right now that comes our company's way, right? We'll look at it of like, what did we learn here? We said it yesterday. We've had a couple of people come in and out of, of our life. And the lessons we learn from dealing with some of these fucking people that are just, they just suck the life out of you. But at the same time, you know what? The lessons that you learn from going through that make you better, your company better. It makes you able to handle those challenges down the road. And that's really what, you know, successful entrepreneurs are, is they've either gone through challenges mentally and, and seen these happening, or they've actually physically gone through these and it's made them better and change systems and dial in things and different things like that. We always talk about sports. It's a great analogy here, right? Quarterback, take Tom Brady, right? He's seen it all. There was a time in his career when he hadn't. That's why rookies, you're just scared to death of a rookie. Kyler Murray's talented galore. He's going to see defensive schemes this year that just rock his world because he hasn't seen it. Now, in six years, he will have seen it. He'll practice. He'll study film. He'll mentally prepare. He'll go through games and get his ass kicked and get better. There's all these things that happen to these people. 
to develop a quarterback and the true great ones have seen it all before. Right. And so when they line up and, and they see what the defense is showing, they can make the adapt adaptations they need to, and they can absolutely attack knowing that their goal in mind is to get that ball in the end zone. It's not a lot different in business, right? You have to see the challenges and you have to adapt to those challenges. You have to learn from those challenges. But if you're afraid of those challenges and you, they cripple you and you use them as an excuse then you're just going to be mediocre like the majority of people and have a dog shit business that doesn't make money. And that's why 50% of people fail in small business, right? Yet everyone wants to open one because it provides you this dream life. That is the reason. So if you're afraid of failure, you're fucked. If you're afraid of hard work, you're fucked, right? And, and those are both important to get over that. Otherwise, don't be in business for yourself. Work with another person that inspires you you don't always have to be number one, right? You can be in a company that absolutely is part of what you do. Your vision, you still have that passion. You still see the opportunity to grow. Then get part of a company that's going to allow you to do what you want to do. The old sports analogy. I was waiting for it. You I always got, find a way. I, I got lots. I got lots. Especially on Friday. It's the fifth business. Yeah, we're going um, to kick I, ass. I think just to add to that, I don't even think I could have went to next levels that I've gone to on things if I hadn't gone through some of those failures. So I'm so thankful for those. I, I just want, like you said, with the defense and football, if a quarterback's never even seen it, how can he grow from it? So right. if I hadn't gone through some of that shit, although it was shit, man, I, I wouldn't go to the next level by any means. Not yep. at all. Yep. So. And then uh, and one final thing I think people are afraid of is just um, superficial. It's just... I don't want to lose money. I don't want to uh, not be successful. And that's all true, man. There's a risk. Like if you look at, that's why banks don't want to loan new businesses, especially restaurants, chiropractors, people that have a high risk of fail up front. Banks don't want to loan money because they just study the numbers yeah. and they know, shit, this is 50, 50, this guy's going to go under, you know? And so they don't want to do that. So if you're afraid of that and you're like, shit, you know what? I could lose money and I have a safe job now and I'm pretty happy and things like that. All valid. Right. Make sure that you are able to take on that challenge and you really want to do it because those are all very real. But I'll tell you, you'll know you're an entrepreneur when you're like, I don't give a shit, though. Like, I'm still doing this. It doesn't make sense. My parents say no. The odds are against me. But if I don't try this, I will never forgive myself my entire life. That's when you know you have that entrepreneurial flame that's burning. I think it, it, you're correct on the risk of money. I'll add in, too. Some people are scared to make money as well just the opposite direction what do you mean by that because i know people are like bullshit they're they're so scared of what if i do make a bunch of money is it going to change me what should i do with that am i going to look again they start to care what do other people think and they're so scared to like i i don't know if i should make money is that okay Mm -hmm. i i say absolutely it's okay it it doesn't change you as a person it's going to change what you get to do Mm -hmm. it's going to allow avenues to open up for you to help people it may allow you to buy the car you want, the house you want, whatever the case may be. Give there. it away. Right. Whatever you want to do with right. it. But that doesn't need to change you as a person. But I guarantee you, you won't fix anything. You won't help anybody when you're broke as a joke either. So I, I, maybe a little opposite of where you were going there. But I also, also think people sometimes no. are just scared of money. This is T. Harv Ecker stuff, man. This is Millionaire Mindset. This is a book that changed a lot of our, our, our mindset and lives on money is that – First of all, because everyone's thinking I'm not afraid of making money. Yeah, everyone says you're not afraid uh, to make right, money. So, right. th- so we get that, right? And if I if I said, hey, in this room, anyone that wants uh, a lot of money, raise your hand. Everyone oh. raises their hand. But there's deep set values that sometimes trigger responses in you to either stop the work or sabotage yourself. 
And so you can start to think of, you know, what, what, what would you raise to think of rich people? When people have a lot of money, do you think like, good for them, they kicked ass, they must have a great product, their work ethic is amazing. <laughs> I'm so inspired by them. Are you like, give me a break, yeah. a look, look at the that. private right. jet, what a schmuck. Like if you're thinking that right off the bat, you're already a negative. If you see a person drive by in a Lamborghini, is your first inclination like to say like, what a jerk, right. right? Or look at that show off or like, man, good for that guy. Like that's a badass car. He must have a really good work ethic. Right. So you start to look at things that everyone is guilty of and you start to say, why do I think that? You know, why do I automatically go to a negative response when I see somebody else that's highly successful? Or why do I assume that they got that in an unethical way? Then you put that in your head and you're like, that's what people would think of me, right? If right. I met all this money, they'd probably think I'm a jerk. I'm, and, and, and they would. Like, what, right? right. right. And it's so would. backwards right. on, on attracting wealth into your life if you're already thinking like that, just thinking about making more money. Right, right. And I think when you get, when you do have the money, you, you get that stuff, you buy that car, maybe to some case, I guess, so other people are impressed, but really because it, it just satisfies you. Sometimes it just, right. it achieves a goal that you had. Like I want to have a car that I had on a poster on my wall when I was a kid. It's just like, it, it shows me like the success that we've been able to experience as, as we build this company. That's important to me to do that. And that's important for other people to do that. It may be important to donate $10,000 to your church or, or to support amazing. your local boys. Like you when right? you're broke as a joke, you're not helping anybody. Yeah. You're not making any of that. So if you think like, I would never buy a Lamborghini, I want to drive a used car and that's fantastic, that's right? Good for you. And if you, I want to give 50% of my money to charity. That's amazing. You're going to do some amazing things for charity. So, but what you can't do is give that money to charity and or buy that car, whatever you decide or value, if you don't make the money. Money is not evil. Money is the economy. Money is an exchange for services that have value. If you are bringing something to the market that has value, that people want, then you cannot not make money. It's going to come your way. That's how people pay for it. When you value what you do, you'll have no problem charging a fair fee for what you do. And that's a problem that people have nonstop too, is like, I, they just want to give shit away. And no, the, the market doesn't dictate that. You, people will pay what it's worth. And, you know, it's important that you actually value your, your own services enough to, to receive that. So uh, wrap this up, take this home. What are people afraid of, man? I, I think at some point it just comes down to faith and you got to leap and go, uh, I have this conversation a lot of times with docs and they're so worried about this and worried about that. And at some point I'm like, we just got to trust. You got to start to realize if this is your passion, like you said, uh, this is what you want to do. Then just start. What the, I don't know. I don't know what you're waiting for. It's so damn simple. And I, maybe that's an easy, simple answer too. But sometimes it's just like, let's begin. Take the first step. I, we have start. several docs in our office or in our company that like, I just had a conversation a couple of days ago with two that they've been open like a couple months. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're already just like setting record after record. And they're looking at bringing in a, a yet another employee. They've already hired an employee. There's already one to start with. And, and they're looking to bring in even an, an associate doctor in their office two months in. Two months in. Right. This is two years in. People would say this is crazy. But at the same time, it doesn't really matter how long it took you to get somewhere. When you have that talent, the work ethic, the drive, the passion, the philosophy in chiropractic, there's, that's an essential component. But 
it's amazing to watch with these people. Like, and they're, they're scared. We, we had a conversation of like, I don't know if we should be doing this. But then you ask like, why don't you know if you should be doing this? And it's because of what it should be. It shouldn't be this quick. You shouldn't be successful this fast. And those are good questions to ask because there's a, there's a limit. You don't want to just spend, 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 spend. But at the same time, when, when, when passion meets work ethic, like the result is incredible to watch. And so I would just say, find what you're passionate about, lose the excuses, like literally don't even say one. If you catch one, snap a rubber band on your wrist or something, just get over it because no one cares about it. And then figure out a way to outwork your opponent in such a way that there's no way you won't be successful. That's what I would wrap up today with on not being afraid. Beautiful. All right, man. So thanks for everybody for listening. As usual, we appreciate it. We'd love it if you would share this with some of your entrepreneurial-minded friends, uh, colleagues, people that you know. I think it's a message that we want to get out to people. And, uh, you know, we do this for you just to listen to this, get inspired. There's many podcasts I listen to on a weekly basis. And, you know, I know it helps me tremendously. Uh, just to plug in and see what other people are going through and what other people are doing. So we appreciate you listening. We appreciate your time. We value it very much. And uh, until next week, we'll talk to you soon. Peace. Out.